In this episode, we're going to talk about social media in China and what platforms Western brands should consider in the future. With so many different platforms, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter, and their purposes evolving daily, navigating social media can be, well, complicated. Welcome to the Social Media Sucks Podcast from Cupco. Social media, social media, social media really sucks. Where we unpack the latest trends and help remove the suck from social media. Welcome back to the Social Media Sucks Podcast, you guys. Up, You're guys? tuning for a dose of marketing and get what's happening in the ever-changing social media landscape. And today with me, I have Chris Cabanus, or Cupco CEO, hey, and what's up, guys? or uh, Andy Damian, lead strategist in Cupco. Yeah, hi guys. <laughs> <laughs> Your title is so unique that we have. To it. <laughs> it what is again? What's the title? Well, I'm, okay. I'm the chief Santa officer now, not the CEO. Okay. Yes. I am now just gonna wear this every day for the rest of. Cool. For the rest so of December. After this episode, we can like put in our names for presents. Yeah. Or have cool. you been naughty or nice, Andy? Oh, he's nice. Kind of nice. Very nice. Kind of <laughs> nice. nice. Okay. Okay. You Let's can see. Kind of have a gift. <laughs> awesome. I hope it's a big one. Maybe it's a hundred dollar Amazon card. It is. Maybe. <laughs> <For all employees. laughs> yes. Speaking of which, we have actually found a winner for the first hundred dollar gift card to Amazon. So uh, Olivia Bossman, if you are listening, please drop us a uh, note somewhere. With your a pigeon, a dove, or <laughs> please message us on Instagram uh, and DM us on Instagram, and we will uh, send you. We'll get your details, and we'll send you that hundred dollar gift card. So, congratulations, Olivia Bossman, for winning that hundred dollar gift card. Next episode, or no, the next next episode, we're going to announce another winner. So, stay tuned for that. Those of you listening, and if you'd like to get your own hundred dollar gift card to Amazon then please uh, drop us a like, comment, subscribe to the podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, and we will draw winners. And you can be... Uh, the lucky just, winner. Yeah, you can just like go and buy whatever you want. Yeah, and you, even if you're not winning anything, we are forever thankful for anyone who's listening. So Yeah, if you don't win, I mean, like, you might eventually win. Yeah. <laughs> just, Chances are just really good going. right just, now. I mean, like, we're going to keep making what this do, podcast. What do people need to do in order to be able to win? Like... Subscribe, comment, either on YouTube or at the platform, uh, the the sort of podcast platform that they listen to okay. podcasts on. So Spotify. How can I like it on Spotify? Can't you like it on Spotify? You can follow it, I think. Like subscribe. But can we YouTube? see who's following our podcast? We can't. But you have to. You have to do a, a review. If you do a review, ah, the reviews. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So That's do do reviews, Feedback. guys. Yes. Or do a comment on yeah. on YouTube, and we'll. I mean, do whatever yeah. that can leave your your name, your handle anywhere, then we'll be able to pick it up. There should be a way easier, w like, way to do this on on podcast platforms. I think. I why, agree. Why, why didn't Spotify think about this? There should be some way of uh, like doing of interacting with uh, yeah. the audience. On Spotify. I totally, I totally agree with you. Maybe we should make we, our own podcast. We can also do a live stream. Andy. We can it's do a live stream of podcast one day, and then people can actually see the bloopers. That would be so yeah. cool. And then we can just draw a winner like uh, instantly. We tried it with Chris. So so much fun. We've done <laughs> I mean, this yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. actually, the social media <laughs> sucks podcast was live at one point. Maybe we should do we, that again we, someday. We do we it on. We decided no. It was a very bad idea. Why? But we can go live. Let us know in you the comments below now. if you'd like us to go live. We can set that up again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but let us know if there's we enough. Test if it. There's enough appetite for it. We'll. 
we'll do it. Yeah, hopefully not. Uh, <laughs> it's not like this last recording. That would be a bad life. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna cut out all of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, let's get to the issues. Let's, let's get into it, guys. Social media. It's not social media in China. What do you think differs mainly from uh, the Western platforms versus you know the Chinese social media landscape? Should I take that? Yeah. I think that there's a couple of things. One is obviously um, the language barrier. I think that when we look at uh, the Chinese platforms are very specific for that country. They're yeah. not like a global platform. They're very much specifically for that. Um, and I think that what you have to also know is that most of those apps are also very... Uh, inclusive. They have a lot of stuff like WeChat, for example. You can basically do everything on the planet. It's a super app. It's a super app. We've talked about super apps before. So you have to understand that like people are spending a lot of time there and then what is your role there? Um, it's also maybe not as I would say, you know, feed-esque or like, you know, algorithmic based as, as sort of Western platforms are, in my opinion. Um, people very much follow celebrities similar to uh, Western sort of apps. Um, and then there's a high, I would say there's a, a more focus on shopping and sort of live streaming in Chinese apps, uh, social media apps than in other uh, Western and apps. Gift giving also. And gift giving and money stuff. Like yeah, there's, that, there's a lot lotteries. of money exchange. Yeah. There's a lot of things that are more, yeah, about sort of, yeah, wealth and, and sort of finance uh, in the Chinese market, which is quite interesting. Mm. Um and then I don't want to steal all the thunder, but I do think we can talk about this topic is that there's obviously a lot more censorship. So because of the Chinese government, there's uh, they're even cracking down on how much time people can spend in apps. They're even cracking yeah. down on, there's released the other day that they're like, you know, I think there's, they're banning celebrities from showing how much wealth or showing situations like inequality that, yeah exactly so they're banning celebrities from showing how much wealth they have or, or wow. like sort of you know because mm. they don't want maybe people to uh get some sort of mental health issues that we're also seeing in western apps mm. it's crazy uh, yeah so they're even going that far they're even going as far as uh censoring the content a little bit so that kids see very educational content versus mm. like you know girls shaking their ass all day um, no offense to TikTok or other platforms like that, but or girls, <laughs> <laughs> or girls shaking their asses. Guys can shake their ass too. I mean, that's that's also nice. Um, but I think that that's really interesting, and I think we should talk a little bit about that. Is that, for example, uh, LinkedIn has pulled out of China, um, you know, because of maybe the censorship issues, or maybe because they just haven't been able to break into that market. Mm. Um, but yeah, so those are some of the major sort of differences. Yeah. Uh, more censorship, that's definitely something that has to be taken into account, mm. for sure. Do you have anything to add? Yeah, I mean, I'm also just like sort of looking into it because to be honest, I'm I'm quite new to working with anything in China. Mm. I think it's crazy to see how it differs just because it's regulated and how much influence the uh, the government has on, you know, what is what is going on in this in this basically se almost separated world mm. but it's also crazy to see how much there how much bigger the audience is yeah did you know that there is like around 20 or 25 million internet users in the states and compared to that there's like 85 million internet users in china yeah how big of a market but that the is but demography is so 
the quantity is so large in countries like that. Yeah, like yeah, it's but it's uh, it's still it's insane for me. Yeah, yeah. like I'm it's coming. That's, that's why like that lipstick king on yeah. Alibaba can mm. sell out. You know, like one million. Two, yeah, yeah. one point two billion it's dollars so worth of lipstick people. in twelve hours. Wow, because it's just so many. The volume is yeah. just insane. Exactly. Right? So it almost it's it's a world on its own where it actually needs its own social yeah. media platforms. Yeah. Um, similar to like you know how Germany had Zing. Yeah, for I mean, it's still kind of there. It's and it was only fifteen million people. Yeah, but it's I mean, these sort of dedicated platforms in these countries yeah. are, are quite interesting. I think yeah, it's, yeah. I think it's very untapped, and I think brands can do a lot there, but they just have to know the rules of those platforms yeah. and be very regional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, extremely regional. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there could be also like a specific like uh, Nordic social app just across. Denmark, Sweden, Norway, Faroe, all never, that. It would never fly, though. Why? Why? It's like 40 million people. It's too, it's too desperate. It's too. De- I mean, it's very. It's not enough people. Why? It's just not enough people. 40 million people? Yeah. China that, has only the double but, of it. But extremely different languages. I mean, that's why you see Zing. I mean, how many people are in Germany? 85 million people in Germany? Yeah. I mean, even it's Zing. 50 million people who's yeah. using the platform. 15, or was using. 15. 15. 15 yeah. 15. 15. Yeah. And even there, they're struggling with 15 million, right? So, yeah, yeah, I think they're going broke or something like that. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I just don't think there's just not enough mm. volume like for having a dedicated social media. But it makes yeah. total sense in China because yeah. the numbers are that large. I mean, it just... so It just makes sense. The volume yeah. is uh, very large. What roles do you guys think social media play in, uh, in, in Chinese consumers every day? Well, I think shopping is huge yeah. in China as far as I know. And then, obviously, it's also serving the same roles as in anyone else's lives. Connectivity is key. And then um, it's just crazy that, as you mentioned, they are like basically super apps. Mm. So they serve all sorts of roles, really. And it, I'm, I might be just yeah, going much, a much bit too so broad, than, but than we're doing right. Yeah, but I think it's it's very very different to how we use you know different platforms for different you know angles while we showcase, you know, our friends and family on Facebook and very much, you know, portray like a slightly different image on Instagram and mm. what we use TikTok for. While I think in China, most things are actually taking place on almost just one platform, mm. which is crazy. Everything gets through there, at least. Yeah. Um, everything gets starts there and gets yeah, shared yeah. there, actually. Yeah. So so it's it's basically just like one. It's almost like a metaverse experience in just like one app. You have everything. Yeah. Yeah, but I do think like we've seen over the last couple of years that it has spread out to more like there's red. I'm not saying it correctly, probably, but there's like it's sort of a Pinterest slash Instagram sort of hybrid. There's also Douyin, which is the TikTok sort of version. So there is like this fragmentation of different things. And this only happened within the fast few past few years, right? Where you are having separations yeah. between that. And I think that's a generational thing, similar with like Facebook. Similar is happening in the Western world where we're, we're sort of creating these. Also, we talk about the niche platforms now for specifically mm-hmm. for beauty, yeah. specifically for, you know, Twitch is very much for gamers. I know it's. I know it's for other things, but gamers are like the biggest sort of section on Twitch. It's the same thing that we're seeing in other countries. China's just a very good example where yeah. we're having separations now where mm. not everything is in WeChat. Um, there's also, what is it called? Billy Billy in China. Weibo. Which is, Weibo, yeah. Yeah, but there's Weibo and there's Billy Billy, which is like the YouTube sort of knockoff. Not knockoff. I mean, it's a similar sort of thing. Yeah. 
Um, so you do have like some of the same things that you're seeing across the Western world. You're also seeing um, on the, the Chinese side as well. And I think it's very much one-to-one. It's very much like, okay, this is happening sort of globally. We're looking at these niche platforms that do specific things, um, which is quite cool. And I do think, like you said, shopping is a big part of it, which I think is just fantastic. I mean, I really think we have just scratched the surface in the Western world in terms of shopping on live stream or shopping mm-hmm. on, you know, we talked about YouTube having the holiday stream now and, and Twitter yeah. actually, and Pinterest, all these guys are opening up these sort of live stream shopping opportunities where that's been in China for many mm. years. Right. And and I think that's, that's exciting uh, for brands that want to do it um, in China. I mean, getting a sense of how the live stream shopping thing works here uh, with live stream shopping for, you know, Pinterest or, on Twitter or wherever you are, YouTube, then actually translating some of that sort of experience to China would make sense. Yeah. In the future. Yeah. Definitely. How do you, do you have any tips for, uh, for brands who want to tap into, uh, these platforms? Like if they want to set foot in this huge you, consumer space, you really have to pick your consultants. <laughs> like, I think you really have to, um, you know, pick agencies and, and consultants that really understand the market. I think it's a misstep to just go in and think that, okay, we got it figured out. We'll just like, we'll start a WeChat group and mm. we'll do this and we'll do, and it's just not, it's not going to work. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also the culture is not different than, you know, the Western, the classic Western. You can still yeah. see a lot of, uh, you know, the same, same things between Nordic and Western countries yeah. since the Nordic kind of mimics, you know, large uh, yeah. countries like the US yeah. and the China is just one organism on its yeah. own. And I think what really works so well in Western social media is when you are controversial or you touch a nerve. Yeah. Like that is what blows up, right? When you're just on the edge of like being a little bit inappropriate or just taking something that is maybe a little bit too hot to touch and putting your own spin on it. I don't think you can do that in Chinese culture. I don't think you can do that on Chinese social media apps. I think you have to um, tread lightly and figure out like, you know what I mean? What's going to work for you? there is going to be extremely different than what's going to work for you on Twitter, for example, in, in the Western way. So I think that's a big tip that I have for Western brands is like, you know, your standard, like, let's take this meme and make it our own. And it's mm. probably not going to yeah. work for you. Um, so just keep that yeah. in mind. I yeah. think the demographics are important to tap into, to have that extensive research when you want to tap into the market as China, because to the culture difference, not the di- culture difference, but the wealth is just so different in, uh, in, in, in China. Like there's so many low income, middle income, there's a huge difference in those kind of consumers. I think people, brands need to do their uh, re- consumer research also before they just go out. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's also just like the culture of internet in general yeah. is different. Like that's also where mukbang is originating from, or not 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 specifically China, but Asia in general. Uh, where where I think loneliness is just maybe um, present in a different form or shape, and people are looking for connections online. And I think live stream is probably growing most in in China already, and that's also where I think the whole live stream culture is originating from, mm. or not specifically per se from China, but from Asian cultures, where I think there's a need for people to, you know, have these digital uh, platforms where they can actually connect. connect. Yeah, makes sense. Love and it. I just want to implement a correction here because when I said 
25 million uh, American users and 80 million Chinese users. That was bollocks. Because 180, <laughs> isn't it? It's not. It's crazy. I mean, just looking at social media uh, or social network users in China, it's 1.2 billion. Yeah, I thought oh, when okay. you said 85, I was like, what is no, he talking about? No, it's going to be 1.2 billion in 2026. And okay. in 2021, it's around 1 billion users. Jesus. So, <laughs> wow, that's crazy. It's an insane market. That yeah. is crazy. Yeah, so, yes, you 10, were right. This, 10, the, 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 the pan-Scandinavian thing with mm. 40 million people, no go. <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, it just doesn't scratch the surface. That's right? crazy. It doesn't make any sense, right? How big um, is that? Yeah. Yeah, but it's also, I wow. mean, uh, going back to that point as well, like LinkedIn just couldn't make it work. And yeah. that's a good example of a Western brand, even though it's a social platform, trying to make it on the Chinese market and just misstepping, just not understanding. Mm. I mean, there's so much competition there already. Yeah. Right. So it's, you also have to look at that from a brand standpoint. Like, I mean, that's where, like, you know, that's where brands are being made also. Like, so you really have to figure out, okay, what, yeah. you know, what's our unique position here versus the thousands of other brands that exactly. already exist yeah. here. Um, I think it's a very, I think it's a very, actually it's important to be local standpoint yeah. to be like, Oh, we're from the West. We're now going to come yeah. into China. Yeah. We're going yeah. to gas. It's like, hello, there's already 15 shoe brands that mm. kick your ass in this market. Like, yeah, it's a little like what happened to, um, what's his name? Richard Branson in the I think oh. it was in the eighties or the nineties where he tried to make Virgin Cola. No, it was probably this probably the eighties where he tried to make Virgin Cola to compete with Coke and Pepsi, and they did for a while, and then Coke was just like took his legs out big time. It's like you know this is our market, we own this shit, don't mess with us. Virgin Cola. Yeah, didn't you remember this? How lame does that sound? Yeah, but it was it was actually did pretty good in the UK. Until, really? What until is Virgin Cola? It's like, well, you know how he you know, Richard Virgin, Branson has Virgin yeah. Airlines, Virgin Records. It's Virgin everything. Like Virgin everything. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And so he made Virgin Cola in the UK. Okay. And then he wanted to bring it to the US and he tried um and was a bit arrogant about it. He actually like drew, drove a this is an interesting story. I don't know the full details, but he, as I remember it, he drove like a tank down uh, Times Square and like drove over Coca-Cola and Pepsi cans and was like, you know, basically saying we're Destroy. here to like, we're here to like take on the American And then Coke brand. was like, nah, I don't Coke think so, like, son. Sit back. No, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, uh, we got this. <laughs> so then they went into the UK and like, I think the story goes, they started bribing or paying off the big... Um, the big grocery stores yeah. to not stock Virgin Cola. And they just like, they came in with a billion dollars or whatever and just basically paid everybody individually saying, hey, we're going to give you $3,000 or $10,000 to not stock this. And like within a year, Virgin Cola was dead. Just Whoa. cut his legs out. So I think that's also the same with like yeah. you trying to come in with, you know, thinking that you're going to come in with this attitude and, and rule on the Chinese market. I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, some of the I, Nordic brands have done it successfully, but yeah, but that's a crazy story though. I never heard about mm -hmm. it. It's cool. Yeah. I think let me know in the comments if I got it right or wrong. It's been a while since I heard the story, but mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's an interesting, it, it is that it sounds of, realistic so it's far. A, it's, it's that classic fable or, fa or it's not a fairy tale. It's a real story, but it's a classic fable of, 
you know, being a little bit arrogant yeah. and, mm. and just getting your ass kicked. Yeah. <laughs> so. Icarus flew too close to the sun. Well. Okay. To, Brains on you. To uh, sum up this episode, we're uh, just touched upon social media in China that if brands you want to tap, West, as a Western brand, if you want to tap into this landscape, this platform, this huge organism that is China, then we see huge potential since the consumers are, the volume is just insane. And that they have the, their platform on their own. And if you want to tap into these platforms, you have to be mindful and respectful of the culture and be um present and be uh, modest about tapping into these uh cultures um since they are really developed communities especially these super apps that can support everything in a consumer's life and uh and that's also why we see huge potential because there's many angles and many ways for brands to tap into these functionalities that dominates uh every chinese people's life every day So here you have it, guys. Thank you guys for listening. And please subscribe, leave your feedback, likes, comment with us, and get a chance to win a $100 gift card to uh, Amazon. This has been the Social Media Sucks Podcast. <laughs>